What's going on, Kansas City? It's been a while. <laughs> and welcome to the G Report on KCWRS Online Radio and also live on Facebook. Uh, we're also on Spotify, so don't forget to check us out on there as well. This is episode 112. Uh, lots has happened since the last time we talked. <laughs> so, uh, without further ado, I'm going to get right into it. We are again kicking knowledge again, and let's welcome in my sis, Sensei. Thank you so much, my boy, <laughs> my, my brother G. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How yeah, uh, uh, How are you? I'm good, man. It's a pleasure to be here. You know, it's always good when we lock in. So yes. um, thank you for having me, and I'm, I'm ready to get into these topics, my boy. Yes, yes. So let's get right to it. The conference finals. Uh, last night we had game five between the Celtics and the Heat. It was it was good for three quarters. <laughs> it was good for three quarters. Um, and uh, then uh, the Celtics just... Uh, uh, putting on the uh, uh, the Heat, ninety three to uh, I believe it was eighty, and so now Celtics are up three games to two. Right. Let's look at it from the Miami side first, because okay. they were once up two games to one. Mm-hmm. Why are they having so much trouble scoring on offense? I think that the Miami Heat right now are just injury prone. They're just injury plagued right now. Jimmy Butler hasn't really been himself since game two. Um, you know what I'm saying? That whatever that knee injury is, it's definitely bothering him. Um, also missing Kyle Lowry for all, for the, um, for a good majority of the series and just getting him back a game ago doesn't help them as well. They're also missing Tyler Hero. Which you know he is the six man you know six play six man player of the year, so that definitely makes a difference for them because he you know opened up a lot of scoring scoring for them. Um, I'm still not not understand why Duncan Robinson is not getting you know I'm saying getting clocked because they did pay him ninety million dollars. So I'm still not understanding why he's sitting on the bench. So then you have that as well. Um, so I just think, <clears throat> excuse me, I think right now just unfortunately for them they just they just got hit by the injury bug and at the wrong at the most inopportune time. You know, right when they they you know the finals is there for the taking, and I mean they're just not going to be able to overcome that because Boston is they're too good of a team, they're too confident of a team, and they play too well on the defensive end. If you can't get anything offensively going, you're going to struggle against that that um, against that team. So um, I just think, like I said, unfortunately Miami just got bit by the, the the injury bug at the right at the wrong time. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Uh, Jimmy Butler hasn't been himself since that uh, knee stiffness or whatever is the deal with that. Um, Strauss isn't doing anything. I'm looking at their starting five right now. So their starting five only put up 10, 13, 42 points, which was better than last game. They only did uh, 15 or 18. <laughs> but uh uh Kyle Lowry zero. Uh he was uh oh for six. Um mm-hmm. they're missing Tyler Hero. They really Definitely. are missing Tyler Hero. Um I mean he was over there, you know, flossing with the shades and stuff last night, but they needed him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> Right yeah, now, he, he was definitely looking good and looking good in the all white and the shades. Like, right, he can yeah, dress. Hey, yeah, that, yeah, that, he that can. Man, that young man comes to the it, no matter if he's playing or not. He, that young man comes to the to the to the arena ready to. He looks nice. He yeah. looks he looks presentable. He looks right. good. He, he's always fresh. So always I don't know fresh. if he got a stylist or if that's all him. But shout out to him because he <laughs> always. Up. He always comes prepared, so. Yes, definitely, definitely. So, they needed him on the court. Uh, now, let's look at Boston. They're up three games to two now. Mm-hmm. Um, looking to close it out on Friday. Right. Um, 
Let's go ahead. Let's okay. Let's go ahead and say they win that game six. We all, we all, we all think they're gonna win that. So yeah. now they would then face go. I'm gonna say Golden State gonna make the final. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luca transforms into LeBron James. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna make it. Yeah. So, in that matchup, who who would you favor in that? With, with the Celtics I, and Warriors. And that's the, honestly, that's going to be a really good matchup because I feel like they're so evenly matched mm-hmm. um, as far as offensively and defensively. But I like Boston. I like Boston for the simple fact of their defense. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the teams that Golden State has played against, they don't have the defense. They don't have the length and the size and the quickness to match, you know what I'm saying, a Jordan Poole, a Steph Curry, a Klay Thompson, a Draymond Green. Like, they don't have, but Boston does. Like Boston has every person that they that I just named. Boston has a counterpart for that person, mm-hmm. and then Boston has a lot of X factors. And and outside of those people that I just named, Golden State doesn't really have a lot of X factors. Like you know, we know we know the main characters. We know the guys that are you know supposed to get it done. But even like Clay, like Clay, you know, he had that amazing game since against uh, against Memphis. But up until that point, he hadn't played great, and since then, he hasn't really played great. Like, yep. we haven't seen the Clay Thompson of old. So it's like, they're going to need Clay Thompson to be Clay Thompson. If he cannot be that, then Boston has an advantage there. You know what I'm saying? If they can, if they can force Steph into turnovers, which we know Steph is, in, is definitely turnover prone, he's not the most reliable guy when, when it comes to the clutch. Like, like, And I hate to even reference this guy because he shouldn't be the one to say this, but he wasn't wrong. Matthew Delavadova um, gave a statement the other day where he was like, you know, Steph is an elite when he's up six, but it's a, he's a different guy when he's down two. And that's a fact. Wow. It's right messenger, wrong messenger. Yeah, yeah. Right, mes- right yeah. messenger, wrong messenger. Messenger, right. Like, right. <laughs> he, he's right. Yeah. Like, if it was some that was came, came from, like, a LeBron, we'd be like, all right. But since mm-hmm. it's for him, it's like, dude, you. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But he's not wrong because at the okay. end of the day, if you look at the history, if you go back over the course of Steph Curry's career when they became great, Steph is amazing when they're front running, when they're up six, they're up, you know what I'm saying, right with that cusp where they got to, where they got to break the game open. That's where he's at his most elite. But when you say, when you place the ball in his hands and say, win us the game, that's when it, it get different then. It get different then. And, and Boston has a few guys that can send the game home. So that's 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 kind of where I, I, I give Boston. There's, I mean, there's a couple of different reasons why I give Boston the advantage, but that's definitely one of the main reasons is because I feel like a lot of these games will be close because they're so evenly yoked. Mm-hmm. And so when you're asking one guy to prop- or, or a couple guys or, or an X factor to propel you to that next level, who's that guy for the Warriors? Yeah. Who's that clutch guy? Because that's what it, it's going to take that. Like, mm-hmm. in, in a couple of these games against Boston, like, it's going to take that. I feel like, you know, between the two of them, they can have, you know, one or two blowout games. Like, you know, Golden State might, you know, at, at, especially that first game in, in, in Chase Arena, mm-hmm. they'll probably blow them out. Boston will get, you know what I'm saying, at least a blowout game in, in, in TD Garden. But right, then yeah. when it comes down to the thick of things, who's gonna, what's the separation? Who's going to be the person that's going to send it? You know what I'm mm. saying? Like, what, 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 who's going to be the guy for Golden State? Because um, Boston, excuse me, I'm sorry, um, Boston, you got a couple different guys that could be that. Mm. You got, you got a Jason Tatum, you got a Jalen Brown, you got a Marcus Smart, you got an Al Horford, you got a um, um, a Paul Pritchard, you got a uh, um, Robert Williams. Yeah. Uh, I forgot the other guy who's been who's shooting who's been shooting great for them. Um, you know, you got you got all of these guys that can be the guys, but mm. who's going to be that for Golden State? Because we know about mm-hmm. game six, Clay, but what about game one through five? Yeah, one through five, yeah. <laughs> you know like, yeah. That's, that's fine if you can get it to six and he can send it home. And yeah. We all know what he does in game six. Yeah, that's yeah. been well documented. He's made his name yes. off of being in that game six. But what happens one through five? Because if it doesn't get, if it, it doesn't even get the opportunity where he doesn't have a game six opportunity, then what? Mm-hmm. What, what are we looking at then? Like that, That's the kind of stuff that I'm looking at. Yeah. So I would, I would give Boston a slight edge for, for those few reasons that I named. Okay, okay. I see that. I see those points. Uh, I picked Golden State from the beginning. Mm-hmm. When it wasn't, uh, it, uh, it wasn't popular. 
It wasn't popular. Everybody looked at him as a three C and said, eh, eh, but I just had that feeling that they've been there, they've done that. They they're they're gonna turn it on. And they have in this playoffs. And it didn't turn out to be the hardest road like we thought it was. Ja got hurt. Uh Phoenix got knocked out. <laughs> so the road got a little bit easier for them, but they still went ahead and uh, uh, handled their business. So um, I'm going to go with them still in, in this final. Um, that other guy, uh, Jordan Poole has to be that other guy for Golden State. Jordan Poole, um, Clay. I think it's all I think it's all mental for him. I think once he sees his first couple shots go down, he usually has he usually has a pretty good game. It's like, okay, you know, my shot is falling. All right, cool. Then if he starts off 0 for 4 or something like that, it's like, uh, it's gonna be a long night because, you know, now he's you know, now he's thinking about it. So um it all it all depends on the on on how Clay starts. Um Steph, yes, that's true. When he's down two, is he gets a little tight. He gets a little tight. Um, you know, so uh he's got something to prove too in this final. Uh we can we can be talking differently about him if he makes a clutch shot in this final. So um uh he, uh, he has something to prove too, and he can prove that A. Yeah, we won two with um, uh, KD, but we really didn't need them, you know. So, yeah, so they have something to prove as well. Yeah, they have something to prove as well. So Yeah, for sure. And it'll be Tatum and Brown's first final, so we'll see how they, you know, yeah, kind of, yeah, exactly. you know, Tatum react. For sure, but I just, I don't think, I just don't think that they're afraid of the moment at this point because they, they think about who they face to get you. Yeah. <laughs> they, 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 they. They went against KD and they, Kyrie. They had a hard who, road. Who, who before the series started was they're their most. That's what we heard that they're the two most offensively skilled players we've ever seen in the league at, of all time. Mm-hmm. So then you go against those two guys and you sweep them. Mm-hmm. Then you go from sweeping them to you go get you go what what was it seven I think it was seven it was seven games against Milwaukee right yeah yeah it was so seven, seven yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so seven games against Milwaukee against Giannis, who a lot of people have dubbed the next, like the next face of the league, like he's the next to LeBron pretty much, and a lot of people. Which I mean, in my eyes too, because I yeah. feel like he is definitely the the next guy up. Like you beat him in seven games, you beat him at home in seven games. Yes. Not not to mention. Mm-hmm. Now you're going against a Miami team, a Miami Heat team. Who I mean, granted, even with the injuries, like they're still a tough out. They're not an easy team to play against. You got them. Who I mean, like they 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 pretty much face almost the best of the best. I mean, the the that literally the last step is Golden State. Yeah, that's they the last can't one. Play against, they can't play against any other crop of great players other than Golden State. It has to be Golden State. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah. I just I like but I said like I, I like I said before I think they're ready. Yeah, I mean I I wouldn't doubt it. They've they've been in big games, you know. Uh, this isn't their. This will be their first time in the final, but they've been in conference finals, and so yeah, yeah. So yeah, they've been on big stages. I mean, if you could start, if you could stifle a talent like KD, then I mean, I listen. Much love to Steph. Much respect to Steph. But Steph ain't KD. <laughs> he ain't, he's, not, he's not KD. And Clay ain't Kyrie. So it's like, uh, yeah, you yeah, know what I'm yeah. Now Clay, now Clay before the injury, we could have, you know, yeah, maybe yeah, may, may, we, we could have had a talk have, about but that. But we yeah. haven't seen that since then. Like, yeah. We see that in, in this in, the, in this final series, and you know, obviously, I can, you know, I'll, I'll take that. But I mean, <laughs> from what I've seen, yeah. Come on, man! Like, what, what are we talking about? Well, we knew it, right? Right. So, <laughs> so uh, game five tonight with Dallas and Golden State. There will be no leaky roofs tonight. <laughs> uh yeah, so that's not yeah yeah they're not doing that mark cuban we gotta start putting some more money in them roofs man <laughs> for, for 
Because that's not the first time that's happened. I remember it was a few years back the same thing happened over there. But um, so game five tonight, I have Golden State wrapping it up. Uh, sis, you have uh, you have Golden State winning tonight. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Golden State. If, if Golden State loses, I I would be I would be surprised. But I, they're not gonna lose in, in they're not losing in the center. That's 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 not gonna happen. I mean, yeah. Dallas even got lucky to get the win a, a couple times ago. I don't think truly, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't I don't think Golden State losing. Okay, all right. So we both have them moving on. Uh, what's up, Nick? My bro, my bro Nick watching the show. What's going Yo, on, my guy? My guy. Um, so let's talk. Before we get to CP3, I wanted your thoughts on Luca. Um, what a great playoff run, first off. Let's start with that. Um, when the playoffs start, I said, Luca can't be a superstar till he gets out the first round. Did that. Then mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well, he's going to get bounced on this next one. He beat Phoenix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, nobody saw yeah, that one. Yeah, nobody saw that one. Nobody but Rob Scott saw that one. <laughs> Shout out, Rob. Uh, and then, uh, you know, making it to the conference finals. What do you think about this playoff run and uh, how it sets up um, Dallas basically for the next couple years? I mean, we I know they're gonna need he's gonna need some help for them to get to that next level, which is the finals. But what what are your thoughts on what what he's done in this playoffs? I mean, I think Luca has definitely raised his status as far as um, one of the faces of the league or the face of the league. If you want to put it that way, um, because you know, like you said, a lot of the, the levels that he reached this year, a lot of people didn't see it coming because we all knew him as, as a guy that could get your team to the playoffs, but can he get past the first round? And like you said, he did that. And he got past the second round against a Phoenix Sun team, which was the best team in the league, and against a Devin Booker and a Chris Paul that, you know, people didn't see Luke again. Like, we all thought they were going to get swept. And they ended up taking them seven games and then went blowing them out on their home floor. And Luca had a, a out of this world, out of body experience game. So, you know what I'm saying? You got to give him that as well. So, I mean, Luca has definitely raised his stock. Luca is definitely a star in this league, a superstar in this league, not even just a star, a superstar in this league. And he's going to be a name that we're going to be mentioning for years to come. If they can get him some help and get him maybe another superstar in there. I could definitely see Dallas getting another championship, or maybe even a couple if they if they get the right talent around him, because he's such he's such a force by himself. He just needs somebody to compliment him consistently, um, and if if he can get that, then yeah, the league the league is gonna be in trouble. Definitely, uh, Donovan Mitchell. If you want somewhere to go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you want somewhere to go. You might have to do that. Yeah. You might have to do that. Uh, go on down to Dallas. Go on down to Dallas, Donovan Mitchell. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he's definitely the – I know for me personally, I look at Luka differently now than I did when the playoffs started. Now I look at him as, okay, yeah, he is that dude. He is clutch, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because I, 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 I had questioned that before. But now what he's done – this run that he's pulled off with a uh, supporting cast that's less than stellar. <laughs> uh, they only perform when they when they feel like it. And, right. Uh, and uh, so for them to take this group of guys this far uh, is uh, great in, in its own self. Um this is probably the worst supporting cast that a superstar has had since Braun. For sure. You know, since for, Braun and that Cavs team. Without yeah. a doubt. Without, yeah. That, that Cavs 2017 still remains undefeated as far as the, the least amount of talent and help to go into a finals, but this math team is definitely in second for that. For sure, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, Lucas done his job. It was a great run, but... We think it's over tonight. 
If it does, then this might turn into a situation. <laughs> listen, if Golden State blo- listen, if Golden State blows this, I don't want to hear a single thing ever in my life about the Golden State Warriors ever again. Do you know I will go on a 30-minute t- rant by myself? I was, I'm going to set the camera up in front of my face and just talk the most mess that I've ever heard in my life. If they happen to blow this... Oh my God! They better hope to Jesus Christ Himself. <laughs> they do not blow this because if they do, I, listen. I'm about an hour and a half from the Bay, sir. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm in Sacramento. I'm not far from the Bay at all. I will okay. go to Chase Center the same day <laughs> and stand in the middle of the court and ask everybody to crowd around me because I have things to say. <laughs> I, pr- I promise you. I promise. You, they better oh, hope to boy. Jesus Himself. That would be bad. My boy, when I tell you, yeah, oh, it'll get so bad for them. Yeah. Oh, they, oh God, Ooh. we would definitely look at them different. Yes, it would be. Uh, <laughs> that's they, a major blow. They, they, they think Stephen A. Smith is bad. <laughs> <laughs> you, you haven't seen me in my man. Yeah, hey, all right, Golden State Sensei, Sensei, gonna get on y'all if y'all <laughs> if y'all finish they, this they, out. They <laughs> For their sake. Man, <laughs> if it happens, it's going to mm. get ugly. Yeah. That's going to be a long. Hey, hey, Rob, if you're watching, uh, 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 Rob Scott, <laughs> Listen, the Warrior, <laughs> he's a Steph Curry fan. Don't even, don't, Rob, don't come on ASAP that, that week. Just take yeah, the whole week off. Right, out, take the whole week off, Rob, if that happens. Sit that one out. Sit that, Sit that one, one out. out. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make you mad. I'm going to make you mad. I'm going to make you upset. I'm going to make you angry. I promise you all. Woo. Wow. They better hope. Woo. So, on to CP3. And the collapse that was. Um, right. My thoughts on it is. For the past two years, CP3 has had the best team. Right, right, right. And when they needed him the most, both years, he disappeared. And as much as I get on Braun for disappearing against Dallas, mm-hmm. I have to do the same thing with CP3. You can't, in situations like that, games like that, your team needs you, you can't disappear. Mm-hmm. And the same black mark that's on Bron's uh, legacy from that. That still carries on till today. Mm-hmm. You have to do the same thing with CP3. Correct. Um, it's, it's to the point now you... Let me say this before I say that. <laughs> CP3 is one of, if not the best point guard of all time. Let's do that out the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. You want to... Put him at one, or if you want to put John Stockton one, or however you want to do it. You know, uh-huh. CP3 is either first or second. Okay. You're right. But at the same time, 
you can look at CP3 and James Harden and there's no there's no difference. And that might yeah. seem that might sound harsh to some people, but But that's 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 a fact. That's what it is, you know. So yeah. it, when it's clutch time, I can't depend, depend on Chris Paul. Yeah. And it, it 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 was sad to see it like that. To get blown out on it wasn't just like oh they lost by twenty like that. Mm-hmm. They were getting blown. They were up by like thirty or something, or, mm-hmm. or thirty five. Dallas was, and I'm like, this is you can't be serious right now. Mm-hmm. Um. So, what are your thoughts on that, sis, and the legacy of CP3 uh, moving uh, forward now? Okay, so I have, um, hold on a second, sorry. I have, I have a couple different thoughts because I think that, I still think that CP3 is elite. I still think that he is one of the greatest pro guards of all time. I don't like this notion all of a sudden that it's everybody running on Chris Paul's parade. The same way kind of how it is with Russ because a couple years ago with with Russ, we all loved Russ. We loved the triple doubles. We loved the, you know, the heart and the effort. And he just goes so hard. He plays so hard. But then all of a sudden, it became, well, you know, he's inefic- He's always been inefficient. He's always been, like, he's always been, the, the, the same criticism that Russ is getting that, like, he's always been that. Mm-hmm. And it's just like the same thing with Chris Paul. Like, the same Chris, the criticism that he's getting now, he's always been that. He's never been a great defender. If you can force him left, you can, you know what I'm saying, you can alter the game. If you make sure that he can't get to his spots where he, you know, to his sweet spots, you can make a difference in the game. Like, that's always been his Achilles heel. Mm-hmm. So why why all of a sudden are we acting like Chris Paul is just this, like, like he's Austin Rivers? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not, not right, yeah. Shot, I'm not even trying to fire shots at Austin Rivers, but, like, you know, the, if you can compare and contrast the two, like, right, yeah. they're not the same. So it's just like, I, 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 I hate this prisoner of the moment mentality of like where, you know, a player has a bad series or a, class, a, a bad string of games or whatever the case. And it's like, oh, like the, this player, like it's, it's almost like they've never done anything ever right, great or anything like that at all. And it's like, no, that's not, that's not, right, right. That's not, how, that's not how it goes. Like CP3 still is going to be a Hall of Famer. Definitely, yeah. CP three is still going to be one of known, known as one of the greatest point guards of all time because, I mean, if, if we if we gonna keep if we're gonna measure if we're all but again this is just a, a part of the media now if we're gonna measure players off of championships and, and, and success as far as in the playoffs, John Stockton should be uh, one of the greatest point guards of all time. Mm-hmm. Jason Kidd should be one of the greatest point guards of all time. Now should not be one of the greatest point guards of all time. Yeah. Like we can go down the line outside of Mount Magic Johnson, we can go down the line as far as great as far as great point guards. If we're gonna set the standard at what CP3 standard is all of a sudden become, like mm-hmm. if that's the standard of great point guards, then there's quite a few point guards we're gonna have to go through and sit through and say that you're not, you don't make the cut. Yeah. So I, I just like I said, I just I just hate this this prisoner of the moment mentality of, of like acting as if Chris Paul didn't, ain't Chris Paul basically. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I, I really I just really hate that notion. So um, you know what I'm saying? tv 3s legacy didn't really take a hit to me because like I said, I what he ended up being in these last couple of games is kind of who he's always been. It's just not everybody can force that about him. And mm-hmm. the Dallas Mavericks were able to find a way to kind of manipulate that and, and make that whole, but like we we're not gonna sit here sit up here and act like CP3's legacy ain't is what it is. Like he's, oh, yeah. he's still he's still one of the best coin guards of all time. Or you know, yeah. some people some people he is the best. Like I mean it just depends, depends yeah, the on what you measure as, as as you know what I'm saying like what your qualifications are because it's all subjective. Mm-hmm. But he's still one of he's still one of them ones. And I like I said I just I just hate that this generation Especially when it comes to media, it's like so just in the moment. Like if you, it's such a what have you done for me lately? League, like, yeah. and it's like y'all don't understand. Like CP was taking teams with, I mean, he was drag like with all, all of all six inches of him was dragging 
six foot even. Yeah, he was. We, yeah. we not we not we not gonna play like you know what I'm saying? Like mm. I, I just I just I hate that. I really do. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why that's why I started off. I said <laughs> I said Chris Paul's one of the greatest, you know, because he is. What he's done carrying teams to the playoffs that shouldn't have been, you know, and you know, and uh, uh what he did in um uh uh OKC for for the one year that he was down there. All those things are great. The yeah. only reason why I look at him differently as far as playoff wise was because this didn't just happen one time. This is the second straight year this has happened. And that's what happened. Now, if they would have, not even if they would have won last year, mm-hmm. if he would have performed his normal way and they still would have lost to the Bucks and all that, was okay, well. I mean, he tried, yeah, <laughs> you know, you know. Game, right? yeah, yeah, he tried, you know, and then if this would have happened after that, I would have said, well, he just had a bad couple games, that's just, you know, stuff happens, but this was the second straight year when he kind of like faded out to the back, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was kind of like, well, what's the deal, is it, yeah, yeah, is it? Is it because you're, you know, 37? Because your birthday happened and all of a sudden you stopped. <laughs> yeah, you stopped being, that's, and that's, that's another really great point. Like, I can't even refute that because mm-hmm. once, as a matter of fact, I think Shannon Sharp alluded to this. It was just like, once he turned 37, it's like somebody told him he was 37 and he just, everything just shut down. Like, yeah. it was just like, oh, I'm 37, like, I can't play no more. And it was like, bro, like, you, but you was just balling out like a couple <laughs> days ago. Like, what happened? What happened, right? Exactly. So I think we look at him differently, but he's still Chris Paul. Like he's he's still the greatest or one of the greatest point guards of all time. All of that is true. It's just when it's playoff time, we kinda we kinda side eye. <laughs> and it's yeah, gonna I mean, be that yeah, way until and we kind of like be like, all right, like you know how he do. So mm-hmm. see what, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So uh, hopefully, uh, it looks like he's still gonna play next season. He's still gonna be with Phoenix. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's what he says. He said he's coming back. So you know. Yeah, and then look forward to that for sure. Yes, and then um, DeAndre, that DeAndre Aiden situation is gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna get interesting. Because Monty was basically like, I don't care for dude no more. He can go ahead and go. So, <laughs> and, and, I mean, I think DeAndre Aiden is kind of at the point of like, I don't want to be here no more. Right, yeah. So, I'm gonna go ahead and go. So, it's like, you know, at this point, I think both parties are kind of on the same page, but we're gonna see what's gonna happen, I guess. Yeah, we'll see. I know uh, Laker fans would want DeAndre oh, Aiden yeah. on their team. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come play with Brown. I, I listen. Don't even, don't even get me started, G, because you know I'm gonna campaign for him to come to the. I want, I want everybody to come to the Lakers, other than Russ. No, other than Russ. <laughs> we can get rid of Russ. I don't care who we get. Just, as long as we can get Russ up off, off the, the purple and gold, I'm with it. Okay. I'm all right with it. Trust all me right with it. And what was, so what did you, since you brought that up, mm-hmm. what were your thoughts on Magic Johnson saying he was cool with Russ still being a Laker? You gotta understand that Magic Johnson is an airhead. He's one of the greatest players of all time. And we, listen, I will never disrespect Magic Johnson as a player. Like, he, come on, man. Like, when you, when you talk about the, the league and the flashiness and the passing and, and the dribbling and just, I mean, just everything, like, as far as the showmanship, like, Magic Johnson is one of the greatest of all time. Yes. yes. Outside of that, he's an airhead. I don't, I don't want to hear anything he has to say about 
about basketball. I don't mm. want to hear about any of his opinions. If you are on Twitter mm. and you follow Magic Johnson on Twitter, he is Captain Obvious. Like whatever, whatever you see in the game that you can assess yourself, that is what Magic Johnson says on on Twitter. On Twitter. So it's like, <laughs> I, I res- listen, respect respect that guy to the fullest because, like I said, he is is one of the greatest players of all time, definitely top seventy five. I mean, as you can see, and and you know he it was his league before it was Jordan's league. So you got you got to put respect on that. Like Jordan had yes. to take the crown from that guy. Yes. So yes. you you got to put respect on that. But outside of basketball pre- opinions, operations, um, what you know, teams should do with set a quote unquote player airhead. I don't want to hear nothing. <laughs> I don't want to hear anything he has to say. He is an airhead. He is a piece of candy. He is a white mystery airhead. In the <laughs> Listen, much love to that guy as a player. Outside of that, my boy, don't say nothing else. Don't say nothing else. <laughs> I was very surprised when I saw that. I said, okay. Well, <laughs> you're the only one in the Laker organization that wants him to stay. But so I. <laughs> but, it, but it's the craziest thing because it's like during the actual season, you were campaigning for Russ to not be there anymore. Now, all of a sudden, it's, oh, I want him to stay. Airhead. Again, let's not. Please. Definitely part of that's it. That's my opinion. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, like, I don't, I don't, don't want to hear it. Magic is the white mystery flavor area. <laughs> Sometimes that flavor is good, though, but it's not. It is, but you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. You don't know. balance man i try i even players i like if they don't play well i gotta say hey they didn't play yeah y'all you didn't y'all didn't show up <laughs> you gotta, yeah you, got, you gotta be real yeah you gotta, gotta be real, be real with it to be. hey trust it hurt my heart when the chiefs lost at afc championship and i had to talk bad about my homeboy Patrick Mahomes. That was the hardest show I ever did. I swear. I've done some LeBron shows, and listen, it ain't ain't always peaches and cream, my boy. Yeah. Yes. My man Marcus. What's up, Marcus? I agree with him. Westbrook should stay. No, he's not a Lakers fan, though. No. Clearly. <laughs> no, he's Why not. Why would you say that? Why would you say that? Anybody that's not a Lakers fan would say something like that. Or that's not a LeBron fan would say something like that. He led the Lakers in four of the top five. So tell you talking about Russ, Marcus, or are you talking about Magic? And what was their record? <laughs> not saying, yeah, that's what I'm saying. What was the record? Yeah. Were they in the playoffs? Nope. And this was doesn't matter. Uh, as much as I, you know, get on Braun, this was the season where Braun actually he played some of his best ball of his career. Honestly, this was the, oh, you were Braun, you were Braun hater for real. <laughs> <laughs> what? My no, boy. no, he played he played some of the best ball of his career this year. He did. I will give him that. You play okay, very well. Yeah, you, you're a dedicated. I gotta give you the dedicated LeBron hater. <laughs> what? This is the season. No, he's done. I mean, he's done before. He's done before. You know, he did good in you know finals and things like that. The one, you know, even the ones he didn't win. But I'm saying for his age, 
for his age, he played well. For his age, he played well. Go for it. Go for it. Okay. All right. I am the designated card holder of the LeBron hate, hater club, so. <laughs> but I'll give him his props, though. I'll give him his props. I get, you know, I, he, he did very well this season. Um, yeah, for sure. I'm talking about Russ. Okay. Okay. Again, where did that get the Lakers? <laughs> and you have where to blame blame Bron so and AD. For <laughs> well, AD didn't play. AD didn't you play most blame, of the game. You have to blame Bron, Bron and AD, but the guy that led the four out of the five categories has somehow is, is absolved of blame. Okay. It's not making a whole lot of sense, but sure. <laughs> sure. Whatever you say. Whatever you say. Uh, my man, Big Marcus. <laughs> AD, now look, eight. Now I will say, AD, you can give him some blame. So I said sometimes, ever since uh, the bubble, yeah, he has sure. been soft. I, 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 yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'll give you that. Yeah, I'll he's been that. soft. On, uh, you I'll know, in there. So uh, until he learns how to stay healthy, and he need a different fitness trainer. <laughs> get you a fitness yeah, trainer that ain't gonna get you hurt. He need to get in there with Brian. Whoever Brian's fitness trainer is, yeah, ain't getting there with them. He need to do Brian, that. Brian, Brian has, has has this whole fitness thing figured out. Yep, yep. So, so yeah, I agree with that. Before we get, we I have to shout out these two sponsors real quick. <laughs> the monsters made the world go around so i know because if i don't do it i'm gonna i'm gonna get a text so <laughs> nationwide tickets is ready for you go on site and order the discount code is on there you get 10 percent off uh, all tickets so nationwide tickets shout out nationwide tickets <laughs> And then grip, spritz, better traction, better game. Better mm-hmm. traction, better game, y'all. Get y'all some grip yeah. spritz. Hey, man, let's do what you got Grip do, spritz. Hey. So all y'all that got them slippery, you know, soles on y'all J's, use a grip spritz. <laughs> <laughs> which, which pretty much is everybody. Yeah, it'll every be slippery. Every J is a slippery slope. <laughs> <laughs> like, dang, what's... Why don't y'all get some grip spritz? <laughs> yeah, go ahead and get y'all get some grip spritz. Yeah, some sure. grip spritz. Um, AD can't stay healthy, true, yes. Braun just planning to break the scoring record and play with his son. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. I see that. And then Braun, my not on winning. I can see the first part. Yeah, he does want to break the scoring record. And and play with his son, yes. He still wants to win, though. No matter what anybody says, he wants he wants the, those six rings. Mm-hmm. I don't or, care what nobody or says. At least, or at least five. <laughs> yeah, or at least five. five. Yeah. Even, even if he don't get to the six, he wants at least five. He wants at least five. So he's, he's still... He's still chasing Mike, bro. That's not. Yeah. He's still chasing. I think if you ask him, he'd be honest about that and say he absolutely is chasing Mike. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's not that's not a secret. That's not something you know. Yeah. So let's now. This is this is gonna be a fun topic. So. Mm-hmm. Nick Saban versus Jimbo Fisher and anybody else that pays their players. <laughs> um, or, uh, you can just say against the whole NCAA. Against <laughs> the whole NCAA. <laughs> you can start there. All right. Let me put this disclaimer out here before we get started. I, I do like Nick Saban. I'm a fan of his. Um, I like his coaching. Um you know, uh, I, I'm not an Alabama fan or nothing like that, but uh, do I uh, wish them well and 
you know, him have as many success and all that. Yes, I am a fan of Nick Saban. How, however, <laughs> this is where I feel like he messed up on. I understand what he's saying about the NIL. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Can it be out of control to the point where all these schools are just going to be paying all this money out for everybody and it turns into a who's got the most money thing. Yes. Very well could. I just wouldn't have said that out loud. Like if I had an issue with what Jimbo is doing or what Dion did or you know whatever which him and Dion did have that phone call afterward <laughs> so they're so they're so 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 they're cool now they had yeah. that, that they had that talk but I just would have called them up and said hey you know y'all kind of you know mm-hmm. y'all kind of doing too much or whatever or whatever his issue was you know mm-hmm. no. <laughs> so instead of doing it out in the open like you did. Um, what I've always said about college programs, football, basketball, whatever. The top teams, they're paying their players. They're either paying them or they're giving them stuff. Let's just be honest about it. You're, you're getting stuff, shoes, whatever. Well, whatever that coach or program has to do to get the players they're going to do. I love Coach K. I will miss Coach K at Duke. I'm sure Coach K did what he had to do in some instances. Quite a, quite a bit. <laughs> there, there's no proof he never got caught in nothing. All right, thank God. All right, all that stuff. But I'm sure it was sometimes he had to do what he had to do to get the player that he wanted. And I'm not mad at that because that's just... You know the that's just the nature of the uh, the nature of the game. So, what are your thoughts, sis, on the whole thing, saving and nil and all that? <laughs> I think that it's one of those things where Nick Saban is a narcissist, and Sorry. Nick Saban is is a person that he's been he's been God for so long. Okay, like he's he's been on the on the plateau for so long. He's been the guy. He's been the standard. He's been who everybody has been chasing for so long. Mm-hmm. The NIL puts a stop to that chase. Because now, we all, the other team that didn't have an opportunity to compete with an Alabama, or that didn't have, you know what I'm saying, the, the, the resources or the finances, if you will, mm-hmm. to persuade a top recruit over an Alabama, they have that now. Yep. Like, Texas A&M, they have that now. Jackson State, they have that now. So now that he's not the lone wolf, now that he's not, you know, saying Usain Bolt and everybody else is, you know, behind him, right. now all of a sudden it's an issue. Alabama been playing, been playing, been paying players for years. Yeah. Do you do you really think that some of the players that Alabama gets that come from other sides of the country, Canada, because they want to? They want to coach, but no, there was an incentive there that that intrigued them enough to say, you know what, I'm going to pack up and leave the life that I know to come play for this guy. I know he's a direct pipeline to the NFL. I know that, you know, we're going to play, we're going to have the opportunity to play in championship games. Mm-hmm. I know that also, with all that being said, I'm also going to get X, Y, and Z. But now that everybody else has that same access to do the same thing now, it's an issue. Now it's a problem. Now we got to put a cap on it. Now we got to figure out why, you know, this team got the number one recruiting class and I got the number two recruiting class. It's not, it's not even the fact of Nick Saban going from having the number one recruiting class to the number 30 recruiting class. You're number two. You're number two. And if you're complaining about being number two, like think about, think about the people that are not even in the top five or the top 10 or the top 20 or top 25. You're yep. complaining about being number two. So you want to expose everything about everybody else because you're number two. But like Jimbo Fisher said, if you if you really you want to talk about it, let's talk. Let's dig into your past as well. So if you want to, you know, call everybody else out because right. I'm sure if we dig into your past, it ain't gonna be pretty either. So we won't. If you want to expose one, we gonna expose them all. 
when I first saw what Jimbo Fisher said I was like okay he's upset you know Nick kind of called him out alright yeah yeah he did <laughs> he did he called, he called, you know he called him out Um, so he was you know rightfully okay he's mad about that I detected a little bit of jealousy there from Jimbo. As far as yeah, I'm, but what I mean by that is when we talk about the top coaches in college football, Jimbo's name rarely comes up. That's a good point. So in his mind, he's thinking, "Well, heck, I'm just as good as." Nick Saban and I've won a championship before and how come nobody never talks about me so I kind of feel like there's a little bit of jealousy there because they seemed fine last year I mean I don't know maybe they had a falling out (laughs) after the game last year or you know whatever happened up until then but none of Saban's assistants have ever come out and said, well, he's not a nice guy, or he's a narcissist, or he's a... Uh, (laughs) Well, well, nobody takes Lane serious. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, you know, so... I've never... Well, him and and Kirby Smart seem to be cool. Um... And everything. So I just detected it was just a little bit there. I don't know if anybody else caught that. But um, when they play October 8th, it's going to be interesting. I'm going to say this now. I hope Texas A&M's team is good because if there's any chance. That Nick Saban has to run up the score. <laughs> yeah, he, he definitely is, but I don't, I don't, I, I didn't sense 
accepting Jimbo's response. I, okay. I, 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 I sense the how dare you. Okay. I sense the like, okay, like, granted, we all are at the point where, like I said, the, the playing field is evil. So, I mean, it's even. So, we're, yeah. we're all kind of, you know, fighting through the crevices and the next and trying to get the top recruit. But yeah, yeah. how dare you try to call me out when I used to work for you? So I know how you move. I know how you work. I know how you operate. I know the kind of stuff that you did. Like from for me, when I saw Jimbo's response, it was like you got a lot of nerve. Like like I didn't like I don't know who like I don't know you know. Like I'm not a stranger on the street. I'm not somebody you just met. I'm somebody that was under you. Yeah. I'm somebody that was an understudy of you. Yeah. I'm somebody that you know what I'm saying. I was right there in the in the trenches with you. So how dare you? Call me out on some stuff that I know that you've done when it was before it was legal. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, I, let's, we're not gonna sit up here and act like Alabama to get a lot of their recruits from doing illegal activity before the NIL. That's true. I agree with that. Like we like, you know, what I'm saying Nick Saban was putting these players in apartments and giving them Camaros and charges. <laughs> like we're not gonna act like that didn't happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that, to me, like I said, when I saw Jimbo's response, it was like he was looking at it like, how dare you call me out? Just because, and you got, like I said, you got the number two recruiting class. It's not that you're number 50 or number 99, my boy. You are number two. <laughs> you are right behind me. Right behind me. Having the, and, and if anybody in college football or college sports knows, like, number having the number one recruiting class doesn't guarantee you a championship. No. Mm-mm. It doesn't guarantee you success. It just means that you got to somebody first. That doesn't mean that player's going to pay it out. That's right. So what are you really upset about? The fact that you are not the, the, the end-all, be-all anymore? Again, it's just him being a narcissist, which he's always been. It's just now it's on full display because now the playing field is even. Now, Deion Sanders can walk into a top recruit's room, a top recruit's house and say, hey, come play with Jackson State. I can... I, I can't offer you the millions of dollars that Alabama or whoever else can offer you, but I can offer you the fact that I'm a Hall of Famer. I'm a pro football player. We've had success. I have I have now one of the top recruits in in my stable. So you see that top recruits want to come here. And you know what I'm saying? What do we all know Dion for outside of playing? He can talk. Yeah, he, can he can talk. talk. He, can talk to, he can talk. He can sell he can sell salt to a snail. Like he's he's one of those. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? I can also help you get, you know what I'm saying, those those endorsement deals and those 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 opportunities. Mm-hmm. Like I said, before when, when Dion was on the outside looking in, it was okay. When Jim Fisher was on the outside looking in like looking in and he was the number two or number three or number four or number five recruiting class, it was okay. But now he's number one and you're number two. Now it's an issue. Now all of a sudden you want to talk about people being uh, players being paid, like you didn't do the same thing. <laughs> Yeah. That like that that's how I look at it. Like mm. that's why I feel like Jimbo Fisher was so upset because it's like, okay, I might have you know yes, I probably did finesse the situation. And I'm like I said, I'm not absolving Jimbo Fisher and saying he didn't do anything wrong because right. I feel like every top you know what I'm saying top university has paid players at at some point. Like everybody got paid. Definitely. Everybody did Definitely. Yeah. So I'm not absolving him of blame, but I think that it was just more so for him. It was the audacity because it's like I know you know you. Like, it's not, like I said, I'm not a stranger on the street. I'm not somebody you just met. I know you for real. Yeah. Like, we are we are friends. I've coached under you. I know how you operate. I, I've probably learned what I, my my tricks in the, of the trade from you. From you, yeah. Mm-hmm. So how dare you call me out because you're not the number one guy anymore? Like, come on, man. Like, that, that's corny. I'm, I'm, right, I yeah. don't I don't have any respect for that. I really don't, like. Like I said, Nick said you got the number. You still have the number two recruiting, and you're still a Nick statement. Like you're still a great coach. So like, yeah. what what was the, what was the real reason that you called them out? I don't see any, any other reason for us for that mm. other than the fact that you feel threatened in your position. Mm. Okay. Had, yeah. Had, had yeah. Rose in the NIL, and he got the number one recruiting class. Do you think Nick Saban would have been up there talking about Jackson State and, and Texas A and M? No. No, no, you probably wouldn't have, no. Because there's no reason to, because I'm still, yeah, they did what they did, but I'm still a guy. No, I'm still a guy. Now, all of a sudden, it's, well, you know, they played this person, played this person, this person. Come come on, Start snitching on everybody. Yeah, you're the worst kind of dude. Like, you're down for the ride until we we started riding, and then all of a sudden, you didn't get the credit, and now you want to dine on everybody? Like, come on, man. 
That's corny to me. Yeah. Corny to me. Yeah, that that is I I like I said, he he would have did better either keeping that to himself or having private conversations instead of out in the open, uh like like he did. But um every successful coach, they got a little uh narcissism to them. For sure. And, for sure. And, you know, in a, you know, in, in, in their own kind of way. So um uh Lane uh, uh Lane Kiffin is definitely that. <laughs> for sure. Uh you know, so um you know, but in this situation, yeah, Nick was in the wrong for some stuff you don't just some stuff you just keep to yourself. It's just mm-hmm. it's just a better way to say it. You just keep to yourself and everybody doesn't have to know what you're thinking. <laughs> Yeah, like you don't have to say. You don't yeah, have to yeah, say. you don't have to say that. Uh, yeah, so uh, this could easily turn into a Eric Mangini, Bill Belichick thing, where yeah, for sure, the hand, the handshakes are like two seconds, mm-hmm. and so <laughs> I'll be interested. Uh, October eighth, they meet up, and uh, it will be in Bama. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so ready for that game because I know that game. I, I might even try to come to that game. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's going to be just, just super turned off of the, just the energy alone. Yeah, it's going to be turned up, definitely. It'll be turned Absolutely. up. Uh, Absolutely. And uh, Jimbo, you, you have your team ready because uh, if they I not. Think he, I think he will. <laughs> If they not, it can turn to sixty-five to three real quick up there. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, for sure, I definitely agree. Yeah. So, but that'll do it for this episode of the G Report. Kicking knowledge with Sensei. Had a fun time as always. Um, sis, any final thoughts before I go into my spiel here <laughs> nah, nah, no 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 final thoughts for me man it's been a great show at, per usual shout out to my again my bro g uh you know giving me this platform and inviting me on the show so yeah, no final thoughts for me and it's, it's all you bro okay <laughs> well i thank you again for coming on sis uh, and remember you can uh listen to the g report three days out of the week just go to kcwrs.com on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, 10 a.m. and 8 p.m. On those days, those times, listen to me on there. We're also on Spotify, so look up the uh, G Report on there. Uh, follow, uh, hit that notification bell. If you don't hit the notification bell, you will not... <laughs> Get updated when I upload a new episode on Spotify. So please follow and hit the notification bell. So when I upload it, you will know. (laughs) You will know. Uh, And uh, also uh, follow us on Instagram at the underscore lowercase g underscore report. And uh, follow our Facebook page as well, facebook.com slash the G report. Uh, all of the uh, videos to the episodes are uploaded on the G report Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will be interviewing my first college athlete next week. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so I look You're forward to that. Way. I look forward to that. So uh, that will be uh, next Friday. Uh, and uh, yeah, so the uh, G Report is back. I I won't say I took a break. I was busy. <laughs> busy with other things, you know. And so we're trying to get as many episodes done as we can uh, before my son comes in a couple months. Because once he's born, I 
are now turning to Daddy Greg, and it's, yes, it's very Daddy busy. <laughs> Daddy G. <laughs> and I'll be very busy from that point on. So, <laughs> so yeah, we'll, so, uh, I'll definitely knock out as many episodes as I can before that day comes. I thank y'all for listening. I thank y'all for watching. And uh, as we always say when we end, stay healthy, stay safe, and God bless. Yep, we have to stay. Appreciate y'all. Much love. All right, sis. All right, bro. Uh, Appreciate y'all.